Welcome to Season 2 from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. In this episode, I'm joined by Sabine, who is the coordinator of the Lancashire Police Museum. And I'm excited to talk about this as it's something I've really wanted to visit for a long time. And so to understand a bit more about what the museum has to offer and for all the listeners to visit it once um, they know what is there. So welcome, Sabine. How are you today? Oh, great. Thank you. And you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How long have you been working at the museum and what's your role specifically there that you do? Well, I'm quite new to it all. I started in October last year and the museum only opened in June. So everything's really brand new and fresh at this point. And we've just had our first summer at the castle, which has been incredibly busy. (laughs) So it's been a little bit of a baptism of fire. And... Why? So it's at the uh, castle in Lancaster. How come it ended up there and, and what was the thinking behind, I guess, opening a museum of Lancashire Police? Yeah, exactly. Because at first sight, it doesn't seem um, the most obvious place for the museum to be. However, there's actually a long history of the constabulary being at the castle. So in the 1920s and 1930s, recruits were take, were at the Lancaster Castle. They were actually sleeping in the A-Wing where, it, where the museum is today in quite austere circumstances. Apparently they just had a horse blanket and they had about six weeks of training. Um, and this was the first time really that Lancashire Constabulary had a program of training for its new recruits. And then they'd get some training uh, they'd be posted around the county and then they'd be considered ready to start working as a police officer. But uh, we ended up there at the museum because um, a colleague, he, he uh, Chris Smith, he, was, uh, he had a museum of sorts at the bus station, I was told, and then that had to be refurbished. And then um, they were thinking, where can we go? Oh, we really want a wonderful place to go. And then they thought about Lancaster Castle, which was in the process of being refurbished. And they're still working on it now because uh, in as late as 2011, it was still a prison. And so, yes, which is really very recent. And so we're we're part of the the offer there at Lancaster Castle. And have you always worked in museums or where's your love of maybe the police come from in that respect? Well, I would say my my background is really museums. I'm a curator. So uh, that's my principal passion is traipsing around museums and getting my family to go around those museums with me as well. And um, and policing, I'm quite new to. So I'm certainly still learning a lot about the police, about the history of the police and, and all the different functions of it, because I, I didn't really know that much about it when I first started. And so what is there at the museum? If people are wanting to learn a bit more about Lancashire Police, what is there to do as well when they visit? So we have 16 former prison cells. We're on the first floor. So unfortunately, there's no access for 
um, those who, um, if, if you can't get up the stairs, we can't offer a visit to you, I'm afraid, at this point. However, we have uh, 16 cells that look at the history of Lancashire Constabulary. So we start off with uh, when the Constabulary was set up in 1839. Um, and we look at the history of it, we'll, we'll look at training and we've got nice pictures of these uh, new recruits and of the Lancashire uh, constabulary recruits peeling potatoes and things at the castle. And But we also look at all the different areas of the constabulary, um, all the different services. So, for example, underwater search and how that started, um, the dogs, the mounted um, officers who've died in... in whilst on duty and also we, we try and make it quite a fun visit so we've got quizzes for children and adults too if you want to do it um we've got dressing up that's very popular um we've got a stab vest and other things that people can try on and the hats and a fantastic cape um so we have dressing up uh, we also have a mock custody suite so you can go and take your own mugshot and pretend to be um I don't know, someone who's committed a public order offence or burglary. Um, and we also look at some of the areas, uh, some of the famous cases in Lancashire. So one of them that's quite infamous is the Dr Ruxton case. And this is a doctor in the 1930s who murdered his wife and uh, made in a house in Lancaster. Um, and his bathtub where he cut up two bodies that is uh, <laughs> that's on display that's one of our most popular things actually in the museum and what? it was saved from uh, destruction I guess because it was used for years as a horse trough by the mounted division. Wow that's interesting how they you managed to keep that and how it was reused for that purpose and um, so what how much time and what goes into when you're curating an exhibition and sort of the way people travel through from start to finish in the museum? Well, the museum is really a labour of love by volunteers. So they, there had been little museums, um, sort of temporary exhibitions, I suppose, at Samsbury Hall and a few other places and at headquarters. But latterly, uh, volunteers thought we really need to showcase what Lancashire Police are doing and the museum is a result of years of hard work by volunteers in terms of research and um, choosing objects and also fundraising so it's a tremendous amount of passion that you can see there on display and the hard work that's gone into it and in terms of um, for me, when I started in October, my job was really to make it a little bit more interactive and to get it open because unfortunately COVID had put the brakes on things um, and the, the volunteers really haven't been able to do much at all in the last two years because obviously everyone's attention was on other things. And um, and also uh, to do the boring health and safety stuff and so get all that ready so that it was all ready to open. And what's the um what's it been like sort of has it been busy have people what people taken away from it that maybe they didn't know about Lancashire Police it's been enormously busy in the school holidays uh it has been surprising almost we were hoping it'd be successful but you never know um of course Lancaster Castle gets a lot of visitors so that does help 
Um, and it has been uh, for myself and the volunteers who who work there. It has been it has felt that you just are are talking a lot in a day, and you're quite tired by the end of the day. Um, so I think the volunteers have done a tremendous job in in uh, keeping up their their enthusiasm and their um, stamina, really. So um, yeah, it's been very successful. We've also had, before the school holidays, we had two school groups in as well, a criminology students, sixth form criminology students. We're hoping to get more school visitors in next year. So I've been chatting to UCLan and some other people. So I'd really be happy to develop more school visits. So it's just um, at this point, we've had a busy summer and I think we're gonna just breathe a little bit once the summer is over and then just think about what we're going to do to further develop the museum. And is it the only police museum in the, the country, you know, like just specific to one county? Is there any others that you're aware of, maybe like Merseyside or or further afield that have a museum? Well, funnily enough, I'm actually going to the um, police museum conference in September in a few weeks. So I'll be chatting about the challenges of opening a museum in just a few weeks, which I'm quite looking forward to. So I'll be meeting up with colleagues from other police museums. So I've been chatting to uh, the curator, for example, at Kent Police Museum that opened not so long ago. So it was very interesting to talk to him, the curator there, Paul. Um, then uh, there's the GMP, so the Greater Manchester Museum. That's right in the centre of Manchester. It's a lovely place to go. Um, and then there are uh, other museums in Cheshire and Glasgow and uh, Bristol. Well, not Bristol, sorry. So there's one in the southwest. So there's various police museums dotted up and down the country, and some of which are run by volunteers and some of which are force-led museums. And... What other exhibitions have you curated during your career then as a museum curator? Well, I've curated many exhibitions, but um, I also have worked, uh, well, I've created galleries, so that's those are more permanent affairs. And uh, the last one I worked on was on Vikings because a fantastic hoard of Viking treasure was found and I absolutely loved working on the fundraising for the gallery and the treasure itself and doing the research and the photography and putting together the panels um, and the design uh, so that my last big gallery was was the Vikings uh, but I've looked at social history, maritime, um, all sorts of things really it's it's nice having a variety to work on. Yeah definitely and I guess is the aim of sort of the police museums in general, is it kind of to bridge the gap between the force and, and the public, kind of to show them what's there? Definitely, yes. So it's to explain what the police is doing because it's, um, I think I think really a lot of people don't have a tremendous amount of contact with the police and in a way that's almost what you want because you don't want a catastrophe in your life because that's when generally you do have involvement from the emergency services like the police. Um, but I think it, the Lancashire Constabulary really wanted to show all the different things that it's doing for the public, wanted to engage with the public to explain things better and have a safe place where people could go and ask questions and maybe even want to join the police perhaps as a cadet or a special or join the police force. So it just, we wanted um, a welcoming place to explain all the different things that a Lancashire Constabulary does. 
And what would you say is the part that you're like the most interesting piece for you or your favourite part of, of the museum? Um, well, I do. The favourite part of the museum, I suppose, um, I suppose my favourite is the Buck Ruxton story because so this is the doctor who murdered his wife and the maid Mary Jane Rogerson in his house in their house I suppose because also there are a lot of parallels with today and it's interesting when you talk about the story what people's attitudes are to domestic violence and how uh, the misconception that that Buck Ruxton himself was spreading around that his wife was having affairs and and he was somehow some sort of victim, despite killing uh, viciously these two women and cutting them up into 70 pieces. He was somehow some sort of victim. And this um, idea is almost still out there that, oh, his wife was having affairs and almost she had it coming. And I think that is, um, I, I think that's still something that, that perhaps uh, we all need to think about as a society. And, what our attitudes are to domestic violence and what is acceptable in a marriage. And I would like to think that killing your wife and cutting her up isn't acceptable, but it's it seems to be a weirdly murky area. Yeah, and I guess these kind of, what I'd like to think are unusual cases are, and these stories that are in the museum, I guess will, will shock people in a way because that's very brutal. Kill, well, murder, it happens a lot, but murder and your wife and then cutting her up like that's just barbaric so I guess these unusual stories for the public as you said maybe if they're not connected with the police or have never really dealt with the police but I guess to the police these kind of things might happen more than we as the public think and we guess we're protected from knowing all of this. They're the stories that catch the attention and and are some of them are strangely still power, very powerful today and can still talk to you today. And I have read about the story quite a lot. And and um, I also was uh, at the archives and I was looking at Lancashire Archives at Bow Lane and I was looking through one of the Ruxton files and it was this large forensics book. And I was looking inside and then well, there's, there's a picture there of the, the interior of the house and then there's a picture of the staircase and then you turn a page and it's a picture of someone of the skull, this mutilated skull. And it, oh, it's just, it's horrendous. And um, I th I'd, I'd like to think that we talk about the victims as well and that there's a light shone on their stories. And I'm not going to pretend that this is going to stop uh, domestic violence in the future but I, I would like it if if we could think a bit more about attitudes towards domestic violence definitely um so for you then what would you say is I don't know you've obviously visited a lot of museums um in the world I'm guessing what's been your favorite museum to visit or maybe a favorite exhibition oh that'd be quite hard to answer <laughs> um I do remember going to a musical instrument museum in Brussels and that was wonderful because you heard the music that these instruments would play. Um, 
And I don't know. I mean, only this summer I was at the London Transport Museum and that was fantastic. I really recommend that. It's a great place to go. Lots, lots of things to do. So I think it just depends on your mood and what sort of that your company you're in, whether you're by yourself or with other people and what takes your fancy and um, yeah, what stimulates you, what takes your interest. Did you ever visit the Van Gogh Live Museum when that was in um, Salford and sort of touring around the country? No, I didn't know. No, that was an interesting one with how it was more interactive um, for people. Do you think it's like an important thing that a child visits museums and kind of understands the history of, of like the police and also different places like, you know, the war and things like that? Absolutely. I think it's really important. I'd... I'd love all children to have an interest and passion for history like I do. But of course, that's not necessarily going to happen. But I do think, yes, it's, it's great if you know more about your area. I mean, of course, you're interested in that too. Um, I think it's important to have an understanding and appreciation of your area, whether that's the geography, environment, hopefully history as well. Um, museums definitely have a part to play in that. Um, Lancashire Police Museum is free. And so... I think especially now when it's it's such hard times that, that we're all dreading coming ahead. I think it's good to have places that you can go to where you can um, enjoy yourself and, and, and enter a new world and, and do it without being charged. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's a good day out and it's educational, which is interesting for children to learn outside of the classroom about things as well. It's a really beneficial thing I think going to museums and especially like the police one when you're from Lancashire it's interesting to learn about what the Lancashire police's history is as well and you mentioned it was free when are the opening hours if people want to visit we are open on Thursdays and Fridays from 10 30 to 12 30 we're closed for an hour of lunch and then from 1 30 to four o'clock and we will be open for the heritage open day which is on Saturday, the 10th of September. Okay, and is this museum something that's permanent, that's always going to be open, or is it sort of just a limited time that it's open at the moment, or what's the future of the museum? Well, we're hoping to be there for a while. I think um, I think perhaps it's, it's a really, it's a brand new thing for the parties involved. So it's it's something that's been worked on between the Lancashire Constabulary, the Police and Crime Commissioner and the Duchy of Lancaster, who own Lancaster Castle. So it's something that um, we've all put time and energy into. And I think we're just we will need to have a think about it, but it's going so well just now. I'd, I'd love to think that we keep going for a very long time. So the best way for people to find out more um is, and the best way is it to just turn up or do you advise pre-booking these tickets? Well, you can book online, but uh, <laughs> as I've told many people, yes, you can just come in as well. So you don't really need to book, but you can book for that peace of mind as well. And what's the website if people want to find out more? Yes, it's lancashirepolicemuseum.co.uk. Great. Well, it sounds really interesting. I'm definitely going to spend a couple of hours there sometime to have a look at what, what the history of the museum is and the history of Lancashire Police. So I just want to thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been really interesting to chat to you. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.
To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire Lass.